This week's Throwback to Black goes to a quote from Alice Walker. Don't wait around for other people to be happy for you. Any happiness you get, you got to make for yourself. Throwback to Black, Alice Walker. Now let's start the motherfucking show. What's good, my people? What up, what up, what up, what up? What is up? It's the Power Lunch Hour. Yes, sir. And we back in the building, baby. We are back. Hey, it's your Captain Corey, though. Say something else. Hey, we're happy to be back in the, in the function. Happy to be back in the function. Kept your armbands on, you know? Let you back in the dough. Okay. That's what you're going with? That's, hey, that's all I got. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Gotcha. What's up with it, dog? What's up, man? How you been doing? How you been rocking? You have a good week. Are you are you celebrating Black History Month well? Uh I'm doing good. The week was fine. No, I'm not celebrating Black History Month. Mm-hmm. Um it's a regular day for me, man. I'm I'm black in America. So every day I make history. That's what's that's what I'm talking about. Um now nah, you celebrating Black History Month? I celebrate every day. You do? Yep. Okay. Make everybody feel. <laughs> Try to be a little racist every day. <laughs> oh, okay. Because I'm always back in black, baby. Well, you don't have to be racist to celebrate Black History Month. Mm, you can't be, be pro black. You can't. You don't have to be anti anything else. There you go. There you go. <laughs> um, what did I do? I didn't do anything. Um, there's a few things around the house. I did go vote. Early voting has started. That's people. what I'm talking about. Just go outside and uh, make your your vote matter. Or put your do your part. Um, there's some local elections going on around here. It's so many unopposed people that's on the ballots. Yeah, I was noticing that. a lot of spots in there that people ain't even challenging. So I'm about to start checking. I'm about to take one of these motherfucking spots. Might as well. I'm might a, as well. I'm gonna see what y'all track record looking like. I might, I might have to get in because there's too many people who ain't, who ain't being challenged in the. And response, we bro. need these new voices to challenge these people in these critical positions for, especially for our city and state. I'm like, what y'all been doing in this spot that nobody fucking with it? They're like, nah, I don't want that pressure. Sure, Illuminati position. Let me get me a um a couple poster boards, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start campaigning. You know, I ran for uh, a student council president back <laughs> I, in uh, junior high. I believe you. So hey, I got the campaign <laughs> in me. Yeah, damn me. So shout but, out my boy, shout out Frank Ryan Davis, running y'all. That's my vote. Okay. Um, it was so funny. It was a lot of you know a lot of older people work at these voting um. Places yes they do and it was it's about five or six older black women and it was just one older black man and they was running the shit at this dude <laughs> always that's, that's just like they was I mean he big back there moving around moving stuff it's not that busy right I went early in the morning they all sitting around talking about what they did and talking about their grandchildren and shit <laughs> and they told dude to go move that chair over there because in case some people come in. And, Make sure you grab those and pull them. I'm like, why y'all running the fuck out this dude? Running the old man for nothing. He ain't saying shit. He just he just doing this shit. I'm like, damn, big dog. I feel I feel for you, man. Try to volunteer for some shit. Yeah, they got, <laughs> got put the word. They ain't doing shit. Shit out of his hands. They weren't doing shit. Got to make it look like they busy. <laughs> they was working the shit out this dog. Um, besides that, but I didn't do nothing. Man. I don't think I went outside. I don't think I went nowhere. I don't think I uh. 
socialize with people. So my week is pretty much the same, I think. That's what's up. That's what's up. What about yourself? What you get into? Man, I got with my parents uh, this weekend. Shout out to the parents. Oh, man. I had a ball with them. Kicked uh, it, hung out. Uh, finally got everything done. Learned something new about my car, how to fix it. Feel like a real man because I swapped up working with my hands. Oh, okay. Instead of, you know what I'm saying, just paying somebody to do it. Right. <laughs> you know, finally, you know, just took a responsibility. You got your hands dirty. Got my Tim the two man tail on. All right. But successfully. There we go. <laughs> uh, what else happened this weekend? Um, that was about it. I was really uh, local, just stayed at home a lot. Or just kicked it with a few people around the way. Just was just like, hey, I spent enough money. Outside is draining me. So yeah. I was to sit my ass down a little bit. Outside is expensive. It gets very expensive. You walk out that door, you can just hear it going ching, 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 ching. It's getting ridiculous. But yeah, other than that, though, good week, man. Good week. That's what's up. The Hawk came back in, man. So hopefully it can warm back up because the weather has been busting lately. Nice. I got it in my yard. I was getting movement done. Man, woke up cold as fuck today. <laughs> I'm like, it's that bullshit. I cracked on my AC for a little bit yesterday. Like, damn, we got hot in this mud. Hell yeah. So I don't like that, man. Go I don't on. like it. I don't get up out here, Winner. Go on, roll up out. Somebody told Winner he ain't no bitch. <laughs> he said, what? You said to me, all right, so that's a cool last week, bro. Yeah, yeah. Now we're back. And we're back. Let's get into it. R.I.P.s. I want to give the hugest R.I.P. to uh, Councilman Eric Mays uh, from Michigan City, uh, Flint. I died over the weekend. Uh, if you've seen any of the videos of Councilman uh Councilman Mays, you would die laughing because he stood on business and he told you that truth, whether you like to hear it or not. <laughs> he mocked that. Uh, he mocked you if you tried to come for him, and he just he was not to be fucked with. He told the truth and looked out for his people. Uh, it's gonna be greatly missed, man. For real, for real. R.I.P. R.I.P. Man, go do yourself a, a favor. And go check out some of those council meeting videos. <laughs> it's going to be hilarious. R.I.P. That's the only one I got. Get no, I ain't got no R.I.P.s, man. Mm-hmm. Positive. You got a positive? Uh, yeah, so um, Ruth Goatsman, she's a longtime professor at the Albert Einstein uh, College of Medicine, has made one of the largest... Uh, donations to school in U.S. history, especially to a medical school, for one billion dollars, mm. and she wanted to use that billion dollars to uh, give free tuition to all the upcoming students at the at the college. That's amazing. So they can go and pursue their their field in medicine and not have any uh, debt, like you normal doctors and come out of medical school do. So, um, shout out to uh, Ruth Goldsman. She's a longtime professor at the Einstein School of Medicine. She gained her money from uh, her husband was a investor. Used to roll with Warren Buffett. So mm. they they came up in the trenches investing, making money together. So after he passed away, she came in, in, in into a lot of bread. That's what I'm talking about. And she used that money to. Uh, you know, help the school. And then, you know, this school is located in the Bronx, and this is one of the most 
poorer cities in the New York. Right. And so she helping a lot of people who um uh, trying to go to medical school in a area that's not as uh sought after like the other areas and yeah. medicines and the Manhattans and the places like that. So one time for this lady, she'd been um a long time professor and she put her money with her mouth there so they can graduate without debt. That's beautiful. I wish they had somebody like that when I was going through Facts. We need more good human beings like this. That's just a nice thing to do, man. Facts. And then if you parlay that money properly, you can make it uh, for life. It's just, it'll keep making its own money. I mean, everyone can keep going to school. We need more doctors at a time like this. Because COVID wiped out a lot of them while they was trying to save lives. Yeah, everybody came to uh, my university, just spoke. I was praying. Somebody was just like, you know what? Your tuition free. It never happened. <laughs> it never happened. <laughs> it never happened. It's like, follow your goals, man. Yeah, achieve your dreams. You can do it. Show me the money. Show me that money. But that's dope, though. Yeah. Uh, my positive story goes to uh, Shikari Richardson. Uh, her, as you all know, Nike awarded her one of the best deals last year. For a woman that's ever seen in a long time, 20, 20 million for over five years. And uh, this week they marked the rollout. She on billboards everywhere. Uh, she doing her thing. And I'm talking about from where I treated her last year, maybe two years ago to where she is now. That's what I'm talking about. Stand on business. I think she heard us on the show give her that advice. She did it. She did it. Salute. Chicago. Yeah, it's dope because you know she did have a a, a rough year, rough yeah. couple of years, yes. and then she just had to get her mind together. It took her time to get um, focused on the on the sport, and then she killed it. Killed you it, know? so she came back with full of vengeance. But you know, sometimes you get gotta get knocked down to bounce back. And bounce back. When she came out hard, right. swinging on these motherfuckers. Yeah. So congratulations, get your money, get your money up. All right, man. What that's all? That's all the positive stories you got. That's all I got. It's getting it's, it's getting real bad. Black history ending like not really ending too good over here. All right, I'm gonna go and just pop it off with uh Sean Puffy P Diddy Combs. Mm. Uh, he's back in the story, back in the headlines, back in the, another lawsuit, another allegations. People coming for him, saying he's doing terrible things to people. Mm, mm, and mm. um. This person is a producer. Is also saying he's naming other people in the in the in the allegations. Oh, so a lot of people' names are being brought up that uh, Sean Puffy Combs have done allegedly done, and um, to him, at him, through him allegedly. So mm-hmm. um, I don't know what 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 Puffy gonna do, man. I don't know what they coming from a federal court now. This, <laughs> hey, this, bullshit! The, the, it's not the. It's going to be hard to keep fighting these charges. You know, he first had a Cassie lawsuit that he, you know, you settled out of court. But this young man, this producer, saying that he, he, he was sexually assaulted. He was, he was, he felt like he was being groomed by Diddy to do sexual acts and um, shown videos of people having sex. He, they mentioned Stevie J in the in the allegations. They mentioned a rapper and R and B singers, which was noted to be. Ursher, brother mm-hmm. Ursher, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Allegedly, allegedly, and then, and then allegedly. Uh, allegedly Meek Mill. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of names allegedly being dropped. Allegedly his in. own son, <laughs> huh? Allegedly his own son, uh, his own son. Yeah, 
Allegedly, Justin Combs is accused of soliciting prostitutes. Oh, damn. And underage girls to attend parties. Allegedly. They said, uh, Miami's cousin, young Miami. <laughs> cousin tried to get at him. Like, they was, try- they was trying to set Buddy out. They was trying to set him out hard. He said he felt like he was drugged and possibly, you know, the R word. Mm. And I'm like. Mm. Allegedly. I don't know where all these things are coming from. But. It can't be too many times people be speaking on your name and everybody can't be lying. Damn. Everybody can't be lying. Everybody can't be lying. Yeah. Um, like I said, I don't, I hope none of this is true. None of it. I hope none of this is true. But you motherfuckers keep throwing your name out there in the world, man. I don't know. There's a lot of, na- your name coming out a lot. <laughs> I remember the first one when the other guy, everybody like, no, not him. He wouldn't do that. Mm. What other guy? R. Kelly. Oh. Um, yeah, this is yeah, well, you know how it, you see how long it took for for people to believe what R. Kelly was up to. Right. And it was so much coming out about R. Kelly, people still to this day motherfuckers still don't believe it. Still don't. You know, so it's gonna be that, that group of people who don't think what's going on with uh Brother Love is actually <laughs> Brother Love. So um <laughs> And even if it's not true, everything come back like yo, it was just allegations. Nothing came out. No, yeah. no evidence found. There's no merit to it. His name is kind of, kind of being rough out there. It's anonymous with it now. Like some point. people, people yeah. don't want to, you know, do business with you, bro. Right. You know. So I don't know, Diddy man. He got a lot to lose. He got a whole lot to lose. He got a lot to lose, man. He got a lot riding on this. Yeah, man. It's a lot of names being tossed around. Uh, yeah. Yeah, a lot of videos coming out. Videos coming out. It's going to be crazy. <laughs> you know, 2004 started off crazy, man. And it's going to continue to do it. It just keeps going. And I, you it know, won't stop. So they mentioned Meek in the, in the uh, allegations, man. And um, Meek been on Twitter I, fighting for his life. I, did, I, I don't follow Meek on Twitter. So I seen somebody saying Meek, Meek was... Uh, Talking about everything but the, what he got accused of. <laughs> and they're like, nigga, you ain't gonna speak on this shit? Yeah, you gonna say that? So DJ Academic apparently says something, and then he, that's the one he like, he, he went off on that, buddy. But, but that's a lot. Your name is out there, bro. Why are you not talking about that? Yeah, you need to go on and say, I to say, yeah, that, everything man. is false or everything, it is what it is or whatever, well, but say something. You talking about the wrong thing. <laughs> he ain't talking about what we need to be here. Come on, LeBron. He came back. Um, yeah. So hopefully, uh, none of this is true. I don't. I don't wish that on nobody. Hoping nobody was actually injured. But it's a lot of allegations going around. It's a lot. So let's see how that turns out. Protect your neck. Shit. <laughs> Shit forever. Yeah, uh, where I want to go with this? Uh, let's talk about it. Cam Newton got to brawling at the youth tournament. Tried to get jumped. And y'all found out Cam Newton was that motherfucking truth. It was so bad the way Cam Newton was slinging these grown ass men around. Y'all thought they were kids. <laughs> he tossed the shit out these three motherfuckers. What made you in your right mind? Did y'all not see the pictures of Cam choking the nigga and smiling? You thought he was light? That's a big dude. And you chose to fight him. 
One dude on uh on recorded himself after the fight, mouth bloody as shit. Tabo was in your pockets though. I got some of your money though. I said, bro, that's used for your hospital bill. He just paid let pay for you. That's all that is. You ain't made no money. You about made even. <laughs> your mouth forever gonna be looking crazy. Uh I don't like this for us. I really don't, people. We supposed to be at these youth leagues trying to be a great representation for our kids and for uh, men who don't have great representation in their own homes. Yet we had another youth league and y'all brawling out here. Over what? Well, they said they was talking shit back and forth. Right. And it's been going on for apparently for some years. And uh, um, the coaches that got into it with Cam, they used to be part of his uh, coaching team. And they went separate ways. So they've been going back and forth apparently over the last couple years and they've been talking shit. And so now they got they they met they met each other and you I guess you gotta back that shit up you were saying. You gotta back that shit up. Um the crazy part about it is, um they said Cam was the aggressor, but they was all talking shit. It was all talking so, shit. If I know Cam is that motherfucking big, right. I gotta watch the level of shit I'm gonna talk. I'm going to have to tone it down a little bit. Because once he yoked that nigga up, you can't get unyoked. <laughs> you can't get unyoked. And then your brother had to help you, bro, because he know you were talking shit, too, and shit, Camden yoked you. Yo, that's my brother. Now, now we both got yoked up. <laughs> I'm, I'm, when nigga came with the with the, the sneak attack, and he, he realized how big Camden was because he punched him in the shoulder. Like, you had a clear, clear yeah. open punch. And you nicked him on the shoulder, bro. You're like, this nigga tall as shit. This nigga tall as shit. How can I get up there? Huh? And now you're getting your ass drugged through the through the sink. I'll trill you. <laughs> they go on a podcast quick. They jump on a podcast and they was like, yeah, he he he, he was the aggressor and he came for us and he was talking shit and this, that, and the third. But you got to understand, if anybody had anything to lose, it's Cam Newton. That's, that's all it is, too. I don't see this nigga celebrity. He got things going on. He he holding these programs because he don't have to do these these uh, these uh these camps. He does not. So I think he's doing it for the children. So I, 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 in my opinion, he has the most to lose out of it. Mm-hmm. Why y'all jumping on a platform saying, yeah, Cam attacked y'all and shit like that. But we watched the video and clearly y'all was, y'all was – Talking shit as monks men. Amongst men. Yes. So I don't know. I wouldn't I don't want that. I don't know the audio, but if I know I got a verbal altercation with Cam Newton, I'm gonna lower my tone a little bit. I'm gonna bit. lower my tone. I'ma speak clearly, precise, I'm gonna watch what I do with my hands. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna I'm keep a step back. You right. know what I'm saying? I don't <laughs> want you to think that I'm being too, you know, my hands go above my shoulders, it's gonna be a problem. <laughs> hey, nah, what you think? Hey, yeah. hands up, don't shoot. We can talk this out as men. All right, we're grown ups. Yeah, because he got a hold of them niggas and it was over. Boy, the way he yanked that boy across that stage to the grass. Cam Newton's bigger than most linebackers. Man. And linebackers supposed to be the biggest, baddest on the team. Cam Newton's easily 6'4", 6'5". 6'4", 6'5", 250 pounds. Dude, y'all not touching. He's almost. Y'all ain't touching him. That's a big guy. That's a big guy. You know the level of, of uh, athleticism he has because he tossed around three niggas and his hat never fell off. That, the hat was unbothered. It was like, bro, this is light work for me. The mad had a whooped ass. I do these drills all the time back when I was playing football. This is nothing but this a drill nothing, to me. I could drag the whole offensive line, the defensive line. Come on, what you want? Yeah. So, yeah, it was, it was definitely a bad look for uh, for the program. Yeah, very bad. 
They how they helping them know better by going to these podcasts. We ain't this story. Nah, nah, y'all always talking shit. And when the uh, feet meet the pavement, <laughs> shit, so did your face. So all I'm saying. What you got? So Matt Barnes was at this uh, at his kids' basketball uh, game a couple weeks ago, and he got a little excited. He felt like one of the calls was being um, the referee wasn't being fair, and he got you know two twin boys who actually play for Derek Fisher. Derek Fisher's the coach, which is crazy, <laughs> crazy, crazy, crazy. So. Um, he was yelling at the ref. He was excited being a, a, a sports parent, and one of the one of the students who was doing color commentary for the school apparently told Matt to shut up because mm. he was yelling. Told him to shut up. So Matt then got in this little kid's face. Oh no! And told him who you know who the fuck you talking to. Told him what he would do to him, and, and if you keep if you you know disrespect him, this is a student now. He telling his man he got, and you know he was talking tough to him because he got his hand on his shoulder like he a mob boss, like you know what I'm saying you you talking to the mama. I have you sleeping with the fishes type shit. You do what I did with that coach over there. What the nigga I do with you? So after the confrontation, then it got back to um, his employer, Matt Barnes was fired. For, he was an analyst. Uh, he was a, a, a sports analyst for NBC for the Sacramento. Uh, Sacramento Kings Dang. for the past three years, and they let him go. Hey, get that boy up out of there! They said, "Nah, big dog, you can't be threatening kids at at school events." He said some real shit to that kid. Oh, he definitely threatened oh, yeah. motherfucker. That kid shitted on himself I'm a little bit. About, <laughs> I'm talking about. Um, he says he probably had him motherfucker nervous. He had him scared. Yeah, you can't be scaring white kids, bro, man. <laughs> Even you worse, can't, you can't be doing that in public. They bro. couldn't wait to run to the police. Yeah, so. He said it was unjustly fired. Um, I don't know if he's gonna fight it, but yeah, you gotta you gotta watch how you hang yourself in public, especially with the children, especially in front of the kids. Yeah, I guess hey, Matt Barnes got up out of there. Hey, man, I don't know if he talked about it on on his podcast. I ain't even look it up, but that's definitely an interesting topic, though. Very much so. <laughs> man, I'm like, bro, I ain't even say nothing to the nigga. Ooh, don't bro. you wish you had the audio right now? That's some audio that you can use right I now. ain't say shit the game. I was chilling, man. All I told him was watching his tone. That's it. Right. That's it. Uh, let me go. Two men uh, found guilty of the murder in 2022 killing of Ron DMC's Jail Master J. Uh, Ronald Washington, Jay's childhood friend, and Carl Jordan Jr., Jay's godson, were convicted of murder while engaged in narcotics trafficking and firearm-related murder. That's crazy. Uh, There was another... (laughs) I'm sorry. Sorry, that's crazy. We talked about this story already, though. It's just... uh, We did? That they... That they... They were on trial. trial. Mm Mm-hmm. They were just found guilty. Oh, they found guilty. Yeah, the two. Oh, what they get? Uh, they haven't been sentenced. They haven't been sentenced yet. Yeah, it's the third defendant that's going to be tried separate. Jay Bryant. Uh-huh. His uh trial doesn't start till January twenty sixth. He's the only one who actually had DNA evidence on the scene, so they trying him a little different. Damn. Yeah. So they both got found guilty. Both got found guilty Thursday. Oh. Uh-huh. 
Well, I'll say, man. I know it said it took forever for it to uh to go to trial. That that didn't take long at all then. Long time for it to go to trial. To finally get it wrapped up. We got one more that's out there. Uh what that was in court for two days? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> they got that shit up out of there quick. Hey, they deliberated for a while, uh about two days actually. Yeah. <laughs> about two like days. It. Start, deliberation started Monday at one. Uh they took about they had to dismiss a, a replacement jury, and then they came back and delivered for another 10 hours. That's all right, we good. We got <laughs> Get what him we up need. Out of here. We got what we need. We know. It's him. <laughs> he did it. It's fucked up, man. His close friend did it to him. And his godson. Tough world. Tough world. Tough world. What else she got? Um, so, Dame Dash is in the news for. Uh, being uh, asked by the court to sell his portion, his shares of Rockefeller, he has been sued by a music, I mean a a, a filmmaker, for eight hundred and sixty million. Damn. No thousand. It was eight hundred fifty thousand. Yeah, I thought. And thousand. he didn't pay the lawsuit, so they saying, "Well, you need to sell your Rockefeller shares." And then uh, Jay Z and 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 Biggs had jump in and say, "Hold on now, nigga." You can't make this nigga sell something. You gotta have. You gotta go to the board, and since they the other two members of the board, you gotta go through us for it. Yeah. So uh, for now, it has been halted for him to have to sell his Rockefeller shares to pay his debt. Um, I don't know why Hope just gonna pay the debt for him. Dog. Right. I heard I offered him one point five million for the shares. <laughs> they was like hell nah I wouldn't sell Jay Z the shares either. I Niggas, sell just, the shares either. Pay for pay for my debt and I pay you I'll back. I pay you right? back, yo. It's like, honey, you got it. Right. I'll, I'll rather sell my goddamn shares than uh, motherfucking sell it to you, Jay Z. Facts. But in in order to keep the Rockefeller and family, just gonna pay my debt and I'll give it back to you on the backside. Yeah, I, I'll pay you back. Yeah. So. I know it sounds like he came in. The, the the article made it sound like he came in Dame's uh, for help, right? And for his defense, no, nah, you just want to keep Rockefeller keep family. family, yeah, yeah. So I don't know, man. It's, it, I don't know. I, I you know they got history with each other. They got some bad blood. I don't right know now. if he'll do it um, to help him out, yeah, or he just want to get his 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 portion of the Rockefeller, right? You get Dame out the way, y'all ain't got to talk no more. We ain't got we ain't got to bring each other's name up no more, right? So let's see how that works out, though, man. That's a uh, that's a crazy ass dynamic right there. You know, out of all your rich friends that you done burned, can't nobody let you borrow no money, hold nothing. Yeah, that's crazy. I don't know. You know, they, there's a history with Dame and uh, him falling out with people. Yeah, yeah, that's why he getting sued. He him and the, <laughs> him and the, um, the the music, I mean the the filmmaker fell yeah. out. They had a, uh, you know, they just he just felt like he couldn't work with them. Boy, you better so, come up with a plan. Yeah. <laughs> you better come up and fast. The Lakers won. That's what I'm talking about. Mm. And them hoes came back. They did. I almost changed the channel on them niggas. <laughs> a comeback win So let's see how that go bro Yeah for real for real uh, Texas man eavesdropping on his wife's phone Calls faces criminal charges And divorce After a 1.76 million dollar Insider trading plot 
<laughs> so now he's facing jail time after he used information he gleaned from eavesdropping on his wife's work from home calls and added a one point six million in the upcoming oil industry acquisition. So basically she worked for um Houston based Tyler London after he became aware of the BP the BP was gonna be uh that his wife worked for was gonna be merging with Travel Centers of America. He said, Let me go on and buy me some stock options real quick. <laughs> so he bought up that shit, sold it, what? That's like, nah, bro. Mm-mm. Come back over here. He didn't even make it look sneaky either. <laughs> shit. He uh broke it off all his money just to buy, buy up these offers. So yeah. Yeah, I mean, for one, you put your wife in a terrible position. Terrible. Two, it's illegal as fuck. <laughs> and, I mean, shit, I would have to, you know, snitch on you, too, because now you got me about to lose my job. My job. And it's like I'm inside trade. No, nigga, I don't, that's all on him. That nigga did that shit on his own. He ear hustling. Ear hustling. And they still fired. <laughs> she got fired? She got fired, too. Damn. She reported the trade into a supervisor. I know. She was the one, like, no, nah, it ain't me. It was yeah, his ass. do it. <laughs> Yeah. Damn, that's fucked up. She still got fired. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a terrible nigga right there. Terrible nigga, man. He I fucking mean, up the game. I mean, I'm pretty sure y'all was making pretty good money. And yeah. there's ways to do that. You ain't gotta be the one you ain't gotta be the one to you do it. You ain't gotta be the one to pull the trick. You ain't got no friends. You ain't got nobody but just go and slide that slide down. That there. down there. You gonna cut me back a little, you know. I got you. Yeah, so mm. yeah, just sloppy, bro. Sloppy. Sloppy as hell. Speaking of sloppy work. The U.S. women's cycling teams uh, were suspended for dressing the mechanic up as a rider to avoid disqualification from a race. <laughs> they, they did what? The U.S. women's cycling team, uh, Sinesca, has been suspended by the International Cycling Union, uh, the sports global governing body, for perpetrating a fraud and dressing a mechanic as a rider to avoid disqualification from a race. They're supposed to have five riders for this race. Mm-hmm. Only four showed up because the other girl wasn't available. Uh, the co- the uh, sports director told him to lie about the fifth rider's whereabouts. He later went and talked to the uh, mechanic, Mora, said, hey, girl, come put this uniform on and ride the bike. <laughs> <laughs> did, did they ride? They rode. Damn. <laughs> When the team later found out, uh, when the uh, UCI found out, like, nah, that bitch ain't on the team. Uh, yeah, y'all gonna have to go. Y'all gonna get suspended. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, they appealed it. They trying to appeal it. Like, hey, we didn't know about it. Nah, when, uh, because all of them agreed to shut the fuck up, y'all knew about it. So everybody suspended in this bitch. That motherfucker back there struggling, breathing hard. Like, God damn. <laughs> I, I ain't built for this shit. How, how far we riding? I work on bikes. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> she came in last place, probably. That <laughs> motherfucker pushing his bike up the hill. <laughs> like, uh, he ain't uh, feeling no more. I'm so tired. I ain't tell me how to do all this shit. Got a cr- leg cramp. Got a cramp. <laughs> Hell no. It's like, yeah. Gotta watch. Gotta be more careful. No, I, I ain't got no storage picked out. That's cool. Uh, my last story is a good segue to get into the act two uh, before we go to commercial break. The cast of A Different World is reuniting for an HBCU tour. Uh, as reported by People Magazines, the stars behind the popular 90s sitcoms are Jordan forces to a much-needed uh, light on historical black colleges and universities. Uh, 
pretty much to everybody that was in the cast is coming. Uh, the tour website makes it clear that the reunion is not an opportunity for actors to re- reminisce with fans. Our mission goes beyond nostalgia. We're on a quest to raise awareness and enrollment for HBCUs nationwide. So salute. I'll definitely go to that. I would definitely I would, go. I would love to go to that. Yeah. I mean, shit. Uh, the different world reason why I went to HBCUs. Thanks. So uh, hopefully... You know, it's a it's a different day and age, but hopefully they can you know inspire a whole another generation to do the same. Especially going on tour about it, man. It's yes. just it was just so cool to watch them in school. Yes, I like. I wasn't planning on going to school, but I fuck with that. That's yeah. like something I could fuck with. A student union look lit. Everybody up in the student union. We yeah. gonna see what that's about. Well, college was man. That was the thing. That was the, your main motivation. And they still got one of the best uh, opening theme songs in the game. Mm, I don't know about that one. Shit. The one with Aretha? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Clear. Yeah, that's that's that's, uh, that's debatable. Oh, yeah, one of that's the best. Debatable. One of the best. All right. Y'all let us know in the comments section who's some of y'all favorite uh, TV show theme songs. Who got that top five? And that is our last story. Hey, if you guys want to give us some story ideas, want to write in to us, it's powerlunchhour at gmail.com. We're about to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. Shot to be bartender. KCCI Barbershop at 1212 Military Road, Suite D, Benton, Arkansas, 72015. Call Chris to book your latest appointment at 501-533-4360. In today's age, it's all about originality, creativity, and customization. Putting your name brand on your merchandise so people know who you are. No one else is better equipped to do that than Kiana Conway with Addictive Crown. You can find her on Facebook and IG. She can do anything from masks, tumblers, Domino sets customized to your liking. Holly at Kiana Conway with Addicted Craft. Find her on Facebook and Instagram. The healthier choice. Helping people see a healthier them one supplement at a time. For all your health and wellness needs, contact the healthier choice. CEO and owner Leyland Lambert. Phone number is 501 553 6287 or you can email them at thehealthierchoice25 at gmail.com Healthier Choice helping people see a healthier them one supplement at a time now let's get back to the show act two yeah it's time for movies TV music fix my life all of that all of that good shit all of that well in movies and TV world Got a few new joints that drops. Uh, Code Eight Part Two. Um, it's about uh, this TV show about uh, no, it's actually a movie. My bad. It's a movie mm-hmm. about these people with powers, kind of like uh, X Men mm-hmm. for the best, the, the easiest reference. X Men and uh, these mutants are persecuted by the government, treated like shit, and get killed. Like X Men. Like X Men. Mm-hmm. So um, this younger cat. Uh, uh, who uses electricity um, comes in contact with this other guy that is trying to free everybody of uh, people with powers and looks after them and then follows their life. 
as they try to uh, overthrow their government. Mm. So, yeah. Uh, they just released the second part of that movie, so it was pretty good. Go check it out. Um, What's the name of it again? Code 8. Code 8. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, next up, Avatar. Had to go and dive up in that thing. They did a pretty good justice. Uh, better than that other movie. That first one they attempted. Yeah. Avatar the movie? Yeah, The Last Airbender. Oh. Not the blue people. Okay. Yeah, not I was the blue people. About the blue people. Okay. Yeah, yeah, not the blue people. This is the one with powers. Earth, uh, fire, wind. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Live action. It's going hard. Pretty good. Pretty good representation. Uh, Tyler Perry dropped his uh, new movie, uh, Mia Coppola. For those who wonder why he named it that, it means my fault in a different language. Um, Kelly Rowland, looking good as hell. I heard. Looking good as... Mm. Bless, bless that woman. Bless her, Lord. Keep her safe and protected. Now, the acting that was trash. Oh, no. <laughs> it was pretty horrible. She didn't do a good job? She did the best she could. Damn. You know, she did She did a thing. You know, okay. it was simple. Had some plot twists and turns in there. It was something to watch. It's one of them uh, Saturday movies you watch in the background while you're cooking or something. You got something to keep you busy. Mm-hmm. It was cool. It was cool. What all that? It was, it was cool though. Uh, <laughs> the, it was. It was. It was cool. It was cool, but it wasn't all that. Yeah, yeah. I got you. It was, it was Tyler Perry film. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They tried, uh, but I'm sure the ladies gonna love it. Uh, but yeah, why's that? Uh, the guy that stars in it, I can't if name begin with a T. Okay. Uh, Trev Trevante Rhodes. Uh, yeah, uh, the guy that started Moonlight and all those movies. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, he's up in there doing his thing. And last but not least, House of Ninja. Uh, I had to spin the block on it, uh, get back caught up in it. It's heating up. I like the whole family, Ninja family, uh, uh, Ninja family, uh, ring to it. So, yeah, dope TV going on. And that's about all my TVs and shows that I can remember. What you watching? Um, so I watched the movie The Book of Clarence. Okay, with, uh, old buddy from uh, Atlanta. Yeah, Stansfield, something like that. Um, The Book of Clarence is funny. I I I enjoyed the uh, the urban interpretation of the of the book okay. of the of the back in that day and time with. The whole Immaculate Conception and the uh, you know Mary and Jesus, yeah, it was a a, a, a cool spin on it. I would I would really appreciate um, the heads up prior to the to the to the violence and and shit like that. Yeah, because that's important. I didn't know we was gonna take it there. No. I understand what the what the movie's trying to do and show you know some people you don't don't matter where you come from you can always be you know get, be chosen to be a, a a prophet right but when you get to the other part when you you know the parts of the Bible that's more gruesome and right. um you know it's kind of, I need a heads up because <laughs> we'll, we'll just cracking jokes and doing one liners yeah. now I'm over here like yo bro there's a lot going on here <laughs> yo because they advertise nothing like that y'all need to let people know y'all didn't tell me the shit like that was yeah. going to happen in there I was like oh shit are we doing this <laughs> I thought it was I'm looking for the jokes so 
Uh, I enjoyed it. It just took a turn on me I wasn't prepared for. Yeah. So it was cool. Um, did we talk about uh, Abbott Elementary last week? I know we ain't watched this week. But. Uh, I won't say we didn't. didn't. I don't know. Cause no, we didn't because we dropped on uh, on Tuesday. So on Abbott Elementary, um, it's the one with the smoker. We talk about the kids smoking in the in the um, in the school. I think so. Then yeah, we, we did. All right. Yeah, I think we did talk about the smoker. I don't know if we did or not. I don't know. That shit was still funny. Yeah, Abbott <laughs> Elementary go hold you down every time. She was doing an interview and she was talking about how the progression of Janine and her outfits, yes, and her hair, which was pretty cool. Showing um, growth, her growth, and how she's more comfortable in herself, and you know how she carries herself because you know she was dressing like you know real homely. She was dressing real homely. So <laughs> now she had her bust, and I said it when I first, when I first, the first season, I like that. But everybody looking good. Janine looking good, like a motherfucker. Kept in the room with them dresses. I like. She putting them together. She ain't wearing them. everything. Ain't got a goddamn cardigan on it. She got some friends now helping to get her life together. Like, girl, you can't wear that out. Right. They go. <laughs> They going out to the bar together and socializing with each other yeah. and shit. Like they doing big adult shit. Yeah, big shit. Yeah, that two dollar raise kicked in. That two dollar raise, uh, there's millions to her, and she been using it. <laughs> I try to watch the Mike Epps stand up. Me too. Uh, I didn't finish it. Me either. And I'm not really a. I never really been a Mike Epps fan, but I'm always here for a little. Little stand up, give me a little, little one dazzle, dazzle, a little jokey joke, and you know, Mike Epps does this type style of comedy that I don't, I don't too. It's more freestyle, more uh, you know, he get the he gives you the the joke, and everything else is improv, right? It feels like he's just going off the top of his head, and sometimes it don't always land. Mm. And I'm like, well, you got to stand up, man. You're you, you're not hitting every. Every joke Yeah you're not writing Yeah I mean it's like yeah, I'm gonna give you the, the premise And then I'm just gonna make it Whatever comes to me I'm gonna make it funny Like D-Ray Davis does that too sometimes And I would be like man hey, That wasn't it Yeah cause it feel like You done heard this joke before already Like, like this It feel like it's not fully put together You're right, right. It's right. just like you know If you like it you like it If you don't It's just the filler joke I'm gonna see what you say about it The only person I seen that, that did it Was uh, Sinbad yeah, Sinbad, Sinbad is a master. Sinbad was was at a uh, a company outing, and he was the the entertainment. And when I tell you this motherfucker did forty minutes of improv, yeah. like he was just talking about motherfuckers walking in, the waitress, the people, like none of this shit was written. Yeah, he just motherfuckers up there just freestyle and. It was hilarious. Yeah. He didn't miss a beat. I'm like, how the motherfucker just do that? You could go anywhere and get paid to do that. Anywhere. That motherfucker didn't even have not one material. It's like, I got it. Don't but, worry about it. I mean, show the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, it wasn't Sinbad. I tell you that goddamn much. So, yeah. I didn't finish it. I was like, okay, this is getting a little much. Did you watch that Donald Rollins? Hmm? Donald Rollins, Ashley Larry's uh, stand-up? Uh-uh. I didn't know he had a stand-up. Yeah, it just dropped the other day, too. I tried to. I started it. Oh, really? Yeah, it's just same. I don't know. It just was like, I ain't finished this shit. You see when uh, Corey Holcomb and uh, Donald got into it? I was trying to find that video because that's it. Uh, all right, here we go. Yeah, I mean, shit. I saw 2024 just off, off the. I mean, Cat Williams got everybody on, on edge, on man. Edge, got riled got up. the game set up, man. <laughs> the motherfucker came in and apparently uh, Donald had went on stage before. 
Corey Holcomb, and then guess Corey Holcomb came on and started talking shit about, you know, what he hasn't done, and he ain't, you know, funny, he ain't putting no work in. And Donald's on in the crowd defending himself. Like, yeah. man, I've done this. You can't tell me how to you ain't got no microphone. Corey got the mic, bro. Right. No one can so he, he has the power. <laughs> so I'm like, bro, I don't know. It's probably something that's been brewing and everybody feel comfortable to start, you know, letting it out. Cause I'm pretty sure that black comedians is is a is a uh a small knit group. Small, y'all gonna be in the same place. It's a fraternity and it's, I done heard some shit about some shit. You didn't say something, so it's everything's kind of brewing up. I think cats yeah. kind of threw a little, 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 uh, little fuel lot of fluid on, on that motherfucker, and everybody's like, "Well, since we talking shit, shit he threw gasoline on that." Bitch. Yeah, so these motherfuckers are going at each other in, in public at the comedy clubs. So I'm like, yeah, it's getting out of hand. Well, Corey, beat the fuck out of you, Donald. Bro, you better. That's a big dude. That's a big dude. Big Andy dude. from the shot. You gotta no. watch. You gotta watch who y'all talk to, man. We don't want to see this. We really don't. Yeah. So, you know, it it kind of started. You know, and Corey went off on earthquake, mm. talking about you know he 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 on drugs and he broke in. He, he, he literally he his, shit. He was in his damn dressing room eating all chicken and shit, <laughs> kicking people out of the green room. So. It's been a lot of shit going around, but yeah, Corey Hogan been on everybody's neck lately too, though. Even before Cat was on their yeah, neck, he's yeah. been on that fifty fifty show. He be talking it's shit. Like, it's so crazy. He said, "I can say anything I want to you, motherfuckers, because I don't like you, motherfuckers." <laughs> <laughs> he said, uh, <laughs> "Y'all don't like a real motherfucker because I don't go that fake shit." I said, "Okay, Corey." All right, Corey. All right, man. Them damn cores, boy. They be wild. You got to watch them cores. Hey, man. They just be saying any damn thing, man. I'm a fan of Corey, though, man. Corey Hawkins is funny to me. He's funny to me, too. A lot of people don't. I don't say a lot of people. Some people don't like him. Corey didn't put in work. That motherfucker's he, funny. He remind me of Patrice O'Neal. I feel like somebody carrying that torch on them. I don't give a fuck. I'm going to say what I'm thinking. Yeah. They kind of come from the same, um, same camp. Yeah. Um, but that's all I'm watching, bro. I didn't, I didn't watch anything else, man. That's what's up. All right, so in music news, music news. I'm gonna start off with uh, J Cole dropped the goddamn video. Oh shit! Um, it's like seven minutes, maybe eight minutes. Damn. They call might call might delete later. It's basically a uh, he kind of did it last before his last project. It's just them following him around back. Uh, just. You know, them hanging out, traveling, when he going doing shows, and then he dropped his uh freestyle in there, and then it goes back to you know them hanging out and just being just being friends. That's what's up. And it's cool how it's put together. It's set up. The editing, the editing is dope. Uh, interacting is dope. It's just you know one of those things that it, you get a little insight on how he hang out with his friends. Yeah. And then he drop a, a, a fire-ass freestyle. <laughs> oh, yeah, nah, yeah, yeah. And then he lets you know, hey, the the the, the album coming. <laughs> so, the, uh, J. Cole cooking up some shit. He loves And J. Cole about the motherfucking shit on the game, man. He loves to see it. Because uh, that motherfucker talking that shit. And I'm here for it. Um, What did I talk about last time? What did I talk about last time? So we was, they had a conversation about uh, who had the greatest run, a three-album run. And I, I I spoke about this couple, maybe a couple years ago, maybe a year ago, about how I felt Kendrick had 
one of the best three album runs and Kanye's up in there and Rick Ross is up in there. Mm-hmm. Somebody put this collection of artists together to uh who had the best run it's like around the year 2000ish after right. that era. Hell of a list. I should I should have picked the person's name. Hell of a list they put together. I said Kanye had the best three year run, three mm-hmm. album run, and I said Rick Ross is up there. Um I saw a few a few people say um Lil Wayne and I'm like, all right, Lil Wayne there. The car three wasn't my fave. Yeah. But uh It was solid though. It was solid. It was solid. solid. And I seen people say Jay Z. And I was like I saw that Jay Z. But the blueprint too wasn't my fave. So I'm like, uh, I can't see how Jay Z would be in there. So I had to go listen to the blueprint too. Because okay. maybe I missed something. And I realized I really do like that motherfucking album. That's a good album, man. It's a good album. But it's this is what album. this is what made me apprehensive about the Carter too. It's a double disc. Yeah. The second half of the disc ain't all that. The first mm-hmm. half was busting. Yeah, I'm bopping yeah. on. But if they, if if Jay Z would just put Meet the Parents on the first side of the album, mm. and he could have really much left everything else. The Lenny Kravitz joint, Guns N' Roses, cool, but just left everything else out. Blueprint two would be fire. Would be good. You, you even need to add that. You say yeah. that for the next. Say that for the mixtape. Put that on the B side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I had to go listen to Carter two. Uh, I mean, uh, the Blueprint two. I do. I did enjoy that. I had to take my. Uh, my criticism back. Um, I went to listen to Curtis because uh, they had 50 Cent in there. Mm. And I saw somebody choose 50 Cent three album run. I'm like, ain't no fucking way in hell. Mm. Y'all think 50. That Get Rich or Die Trying is uh, fire. Hard. Fire. So I'm like, I know what the massacre felt like when I listened to it. I was like, nah. So I'm like, I don't remember, remember Curtis. And I'm like, nah. I, ain't it Curtis ain't it either though But you know It was He, I, he was still chasing That get rich or die trying I don't think you can Ever duplicate that Yeah Um And that was a, a Hell of a, a process I think I t- Did I talk about Um I don't think I talked about None of these Alright so this is what I listen to Okay Uh Mac and Cheese 5 French Montana. French Montana. Hell of a project. Is it? He put that motherfucker together. Okay. Um, and everybody, Man, you don't hear many people say that about French Montana. Shit. French Montana put project together. Mm. They just fuck with French. Okay. Uh, nobody gonna say he gonna, you know, bar you up with, uh, you know, spit fires bar, but he can put a project together. All right. And he got a lot of love in the industry. So this one hard as hell. Uh, the beats, the people he chose, the way the album flowed. I'm like, man, French is. A lot of people fuck with this nigga, dog. They do. It was it was said that uh, he's the highest streaming person from his country. Apparently, he's born in Africa. French Montana, the highest streaming African in history. That's what's up. Uh, so go ahead, French, on that one, man. He got Kanye on the project twice. That's hard. Mm-hmm. I think you know you called it in the favor. Where the fuck one. you find Kanye at? In, like, in album mode, in I guess. album mode for real, because he ain't been fucking with nobody. Right, he got Lil Wayne and Rick Ross on the project. That's pretty tough. Brought the baby out, little baby. What's I gonna? It's a nice project. I give him, I give him thumbs up for that one. Um, La Russell got a project out with Hit Boy. Um, one time for La Russell, that's his come up, man. He, 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 did, he, didn't, he didn't made a project with Hit Boy. He didn't he didn't came from the mud on this one. Facts. I enjoyed it. Um, I like his positive messages out there too. Just giving people free game. I think uh, 
Hit Boy rapping on this one. Uh, I don't know. I can't. I can't catch Hit Boy's voice. I don't know when it's him rapping. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know him like that. Yeah, I don't know him voice like that. But you know, he it's a nice project. And uh, da, 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 da. I don't know if I talk about this one. Earth Gang got a project out. Uh, Robophobia. Mm. A little five piece joint. Like Earth Gang. Uh, they got a uh, Spill Villages on this one. Spillage Village. It's all right. It's a cool one. They got a, a song with Snoop Dogg on this pretty fire called Perfect Fantasy. Perfect uh, Fantasy. But I, I, I fuck with Earth Gang. They dope. And that's all this too. I gave Kanye another run. Yeah. Because, you know, I'm a Kanye fan. I still not a fan of it. Still not a fan of it. But, you know, the songs that I like, the songs that I like. You know what I'm saying? I think, uh, like I say, Gibbs is is a beast on that song. It's a weird-ass hook. but uh, And it feels like it's a little offbeat, but it's catchy. Uh, and Northwest did a, a fire-ass job on this I one. like Northwest song. Yeah, man. It's your bestie, Miss Miss Westie. Bestie. She's like, I can't be embarrassing my daddy out here. Right. <laughs> and it seemed like it's petty because, you know, Drake put his child on the album. Drake, I mean, Kanye said, North, do work. Do work. Yeah. And don't embarrass the family out here. Shit, it's your bestie. Like, she was, she was, she was it's right. a bop. It's, it's a, a bop. bop. It's, it's definitely bop. a bop. So. Uh, everything else is just you know. I'm afraid to carry it in the album right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's just my that's the song. When that song come out, I'll be like, yeah, that's it. <laughs> let's get to the let's get to the let's get to the Freddie Gibbs part. Let's <laughs> go get over that. And uh, yeah, that's it, man. That's all I listen to, dog. What you went on? Uh, I forgot the Bumpy was in the trap uh, eight on eighty five South uh, last week. Mm-hmm. So definitely spun the block and uh, listen to both UGK albums. Um, what else I listened to? I my throwback that I listened to was Crime Mob. That song Circles. Mm. You know, uh in the music video it was a little girl standing on the box. I was standing on the TV or something, and uh she you know that Twitter had the little run with your contribution to society. Mm-hmm. So she posted on Twitter that that was her as the little girl and told the whole story about it. I was like, that's dope. Mm. That's dope. So I had to go spin the block on that on that crime mob album. And yo uh yeah, glow still in my rotation. <laughs> Who's that? Uh Gorilla. Yo uh yeah, glow. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Well, I ain't heard it, but shit, it's everywhere you look. Everywhere you look. <laughs> I like how everybody keep doing the mash up on the beats. Mm-hmm. They keep switching the beats and shit. She like riding every beat. <laughs> so it's it's great. Yeah, that's a fire ass song. It is. She yeah. did a thing on that she one. She did a, apparently Lotto's coming out with a project. Okay. Yeah, so um I, you know the, the rap girls beefing. They beefing. She's after the billboards. I, I wonder what she gonna say. I don't care enough for them beefing. I, really I, I like Lotto as a as a rapper. So. Lotto the last project of Lotto's was nice. Put it on the floor. I hope they uh if you want a beef, man, just go ahead. Go on, uh, go on, let it cook. Let it cook. Yeah. I don't think Ice Spice has enough bars to fuck yeah, with you. it make you rap better. All right, so. <laughs> yeah, Glow Kerbin on Kerbin is hilarious. Oh, hilarious. Kerbin on Kerbin. Kerbin on Kerbin. <laughs> layers, ho. That shit is layers. Glow. That's a flex right there. That's a definite flex. Yo, I'm proud of that little girl. Yeah. 
Cause I tried to play out of the game already. I don't like your voice. Nah, shut up. Something I, different. I didn't like her voice. Something different. Yeah. That's it. <clears throat> All right. You know what time it is. It's time for Fix My Life. Dear Power Lunch Hour. Hello. I'm a 32-year-old woman who has been with my boyfriend, my first and only partner, for 11 years. Mm. Overall, our relationship is healthy. He's smart, kind, supportive, caring, loyal, and funny. I can see us getting married and living a happy life together. The problem is, aside from a few short-term gigs, he hasn't had a job for the last six years. (laughs) When he left his office job to move with me for my career, I've done well. But although he has applied for all sorts of jobs, sales, admin, medical, police, government, fast food, no one has hired him. Last year, he developed a heart condition. And he can no longer perform physical labor. He also suffers from depression. So I've been paying for nearly everything. I'm lucky uh, not to have credit card debt, but at age 32, I have no retirement savings. My job barely covers living expenses for us and our pets. I want to progress in life and have an equal partner. We've discussed marriage, and I think he's the one. But how long should I hold out hope for him finding a job? Do I just keep on hoping, or do I consider ending things breaking both of our hearts? Signed, Burdened. You 32 years old, man. Ain't no fucking way. Ain't no fucking way. I just think that uh, six years is a long time. Long time. That you ain't get no no type of income. None. And then you, you've been out the game so long, you got ailments that's preventing you from getting it. But it doesn't it doesn't look like it's going to progress anywhere from there. You've been dealing with this since you were 21. And yeah, I know you love people, damn. but shit, you got to see what you want to do with yours. You ain't got no savings. You can barely pay the bills. You paying everything for the nigga. Like, I mean, we too young for this. Too young. I mean, we too, we too, too, too big old. Too, oh, she too young. You too big old. You too shit. old for this, but you too young to have to deal with that. Like, Facts. you're going to be, you're going to look up and be 45 and be like, damn, nigga, he going to find a job one day. And he still ain't gave you no ring. Right now, you are his job. <laughs> Shit. Right. And then he you got, alone. Then he got health issues, you know what I'm saying? So he probably ain't laying it down like he used to. Mm-mm. So it's gonna be you know, struggle on both sides, but you gotta pick a struggle. You gotta pick a struggle. Do you choose yourself or do you choose his bullshit? Right. So you gotta especially if you applied everywhere nobody wanted to Fast food. Anybody can get the job. Did he really apply? Did he? Did he? And then he treat like the unemployment office. I wouldn't get an application. Did you you need to apply for the I nigga because maybe his resume ain't looking like it's supposed to. <laughs> right. He maybe like, use the wrong resume resume out. Maybe he ain't hitting the submit button when get, he get online. Get him a LinkedIn account. Right. <laughs> They did with Hire. Go on and apply for him. Go ahead and get him a job. Right. Set up the interview. Because apparently he ain't doing it right. <laughs> he doing something wrong. Shit. How you don't get a, a job on the police force? They they need people. They need people. I guess you got past a physical, I guess. I don't know. But I don't know. I would I would definitely have a real grown adult talk. Yeah, you're gonna have to. Like I can't, you know, I can't keep funding this 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 parlay. Right. And then if y'all get married, who how, how who gonna pay for it? Who paying for that? Who gonna who? How you gonna pay for a ring? How who paying for that? <laughs> like, come on, these these questions got to ask. These important questions. Right. 
Like if he gets if he actually got a medical condition, who's paying for that? Who's paying them hospital bills? Them bitches add up. You don't want to drag somebody to the to the uh to the courthouse or to mm-hmm. the to the altar, but you gotta see what's what really time it is. You really hey, you you might need to choose you. Yeah, marry yourself. I bet you're gonna look at all that savings money you get the next year, like damn. I think those uh those situations are popping up, the ailments and the the the, the, the it might just be signs like hey yeah. you might have to let him find himself. Find his own self. He probably using the fact that he moved up there for your job as the reason. Oh yeah. He's milking the shit out of at that. At a certain point, like, bro, we need to make some moves. Facts. <laughs> we came I came in for you. Alright. You. you been here six years, my nigga. You hear that? <laughs> you hear what you gonna do? Right. Yeah, you don't want that life. No, it don't sound like a happy life. Nah, break up with her. I bet you have a job in the next month. Definitely have a... I bet you have a job. Or he'll, he'll move in with somebody else. Another low self-esteem. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I got, I'll go on ahead and just call it quits now. Yeah. <laughs> I'll let me when you get a full one. When you get a full one, okay, and some plans and, you know, uh, <laughs> all right, something. Show me a pay, uh, check stub. Man. I need the two. I need two. <laughs> I need two pay stubs. Yeah. Back to back. Then we can talk. Definitely. Yeah, that's fucked up, though. That's fucked up. And that's all the letter we got today. Hey, if you guys would like to write in to us, it's powerlunchhour at gmail.com. We'll be happy to hear from you. Let's take a quick commercial break. Shot to be bartender. We'll be right back. KCCI Barbershop at 1212 Military Road, Sweet D, Benton, Arkansas, 72015. Call Chris to book your latest appointment at 501-533-4360. In today's age, it's all about originality, creativity, and customization. Putting your name brand on your merchandise so people know who you are. No one else is better equipped to do that than Kiana Conway with Addicted Crap. You can find her on Facebook and IG. She can do anything from masks, tumblers, domino sets, customized to your liking. Holly at Kiana Conway with Addicted Crap. Find her on Facebook and Instagram. The healthier choice. Helping people see a healthier them one supplement at a time. For all your health and wellness needs, contact The Healthier Choice. CEO and owner Leyland Lambert. Phone number is 501-553-6287. Or you can email them at thehealthierchoice25 at gmail.com. The Healthier Choice. Helping people see a healthier them one supplement at a time. Now let's get back to the show. I got time today, cuz. I got time today, cuz. Today, I got time, cuz. You know what it is. Yes, sir. It's time to get it off your motherfucking chest. Let that shit go. Air that bitch out. Don't hold it in any longer. It causes constipation and diarrhea. Help you sleep better at night. Knock all of that shit over. All that shit over. Make you feel better. Well, I got time today, cuz. He got time today, cuz. Today, I got time, cuz. And my time today goes to. The crowd that had the privilege to sit in on uh, Young Jeezy's tiny desk. Mm, mm. Um, Young Jeezy, 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 Snowman, Snowman. 
uh, had his tiny desk. And I, I, I can't say I'm the hugest Jeezy fan, mm-hmm. but I respect what Jeezy did for the culture. Respect the game. You know, um, and the tiny desk was going to be one of them. I thought it was going to be one of those, one of those Scarfaces, juvenile uh, top tiny desk. Right. It's, it's what it should have been. It should have been. And the, uh, the crowd just wasn't there. Mm-mm. Y'all didn't. Uh, y'all wasn't. Y'all wasn't outside when Jeezy was outside. It was not. Y'all, the energy was lacking. Y'all should have gave him. A, y'all should have been doing the ad libs for him. Horrible. Y'all don't even know the words. Horrible. What are y'all doing there? I mean, y'all should have had like some type of uh, questionnaire or something. Yeah, you got to name at least three tracks. What's your top five? <laughs> yeah, something. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I need to hear your best Jeezy ad lib or something. Who scream these motherfuckers? But this the the fact that y'all was out in this crowd so lackluster and disappointing. It was like it was just disrespectful, and it showed it showed there was a bunch of uh, college students there. Duh. This is prime time from, from Howard. Mm, the, the disrespect, and it's like what? How are y'all? How was y'all, y'all doing in college? <laughs> what was y'all? I don't think they was outside then. Oh, they they couldn't have been. They in college now, right? Right? They're too right. young. But they ain't have no parents giving them guidance. I don't know, man. Y'all shouldn't. Y'all shouldn't have went to the tiny desk. Y'all wasn't ready for the tiny desk. You shouldn't be. And it just made it to seem like it wasn't what it was, man. Like so, it's I was. It's very embarrassing. It's embarrassing. He deserved better. He this deserved better, man. Y'all should have been in the crowd showing out like y'all did for juvenile. I blame the parents. <laughs> I blame the tiny desk. All y'all allowed this to happen. All parties involved. All is parties guilty. involved, man. So that's my motherfucking time. The crowd's for the tiny desk. Y'all didn't do enough. Didn't do enough. And y'all didn't do it no justice. It's, it's embarrassing because, look, it's all right. So. You know how the eyes of the brothers did they tiny desk? Mm-hmm. We still knew the songs. We knew the motherfucking words. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because our parents raised us around some quality music. Right. See, these little motherfuckers. Right. Just got up here on TV and saw that be on TV for who would it be just like Juvie? We get some screen time. I'm saying they just want to go Score. to the tiny desk so they went though. I but win. if you ain't a Juvie, if you're not a Jeezy fan, why are you at the damn tiny desk? You took up space from people that really belong in. Motherfuckers now. outside, like, ain't no more space? None. You ain't ain't no more nothing. room? I, I can rap bar for bar with you. Bro, I got my Snowman t shirt on right now, bro. You see it. I got the Jabos on. Like, I had to dust these bitches off. I can't get in. Who, who in there? Who in there right now? <laughs> who, who, who all in, in there? there? Who all in there? Well, they, I bet they showing out. Oh man, yeah. So that, then they go home and watch that shit on TV. Look at this shit. Look at this shit. Yeah, he deserved better. So that's my, my my time. That motherfucking crowd was terrible. I feel you. Today I got time. Do better. Do better. It's for the culture. Exactly, man. I just they just ruined it for me. They just ruined it. Sound is everything. And, Y'all just didn't have the sound. Y'all, y'all didn't bring the spirit. Mm-mm. It's just, it's just disrespectful. It is. To all HBCUs. Mm-mm. Well, I got time today, cuz. You got time for today, cuz. Today, I got time, cuz. To my people in the office space, my people, our people. Last couple of days of Black History Month. Let me be 100% with y'all as y'all move forward through y'all year working at the office that's probably dominated by the others. Quit putting on your superhero cape to save they motherfucking asses. 
For instance, we had two others uh, having a, a heated debate and argument. Mm-hmm. You know, aggressive fellowship. Almost came to blows. Okay. One of my people tried to bring their big mama cape out and come, no, y'all relax. Calm down. Let them talk. Leave them the fuck alone. Let them fight if they're going to fight. They ain't going to do shit. They just talking. Mind the business to mind you. Because these are the same two co-workers that was talking shit about you when you was showing up late the other day because you, uh, you was indisposed. Quit getting in everybody's business trying to save everybody in this office. Look, I know we, we caring people. We love everybody to death, but you got to love your own self. Because, <laughs> look, you want to keep your job. Because these are the same motherfuckers that'll snitch on you in a heartbeat. And stay y'all asses out the gossip chain. Listen to the shit and move around. Don't because that's that's how they get you. They're trying to get information out of you about you. Quit quit volunteering shit. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It ain't none of their damn business. And when you take off work, take the fuck off work. You ain't gotta give a reason where you went, what you're doing. Say you stayed at home. It's none of their damn business where you're going. Quit telling every damn thing in this office space. Cause all they doing is using this shit against you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mind your motherfucking business and go home. Do the job, go home. That's it. These ain't your friends. They ain't your buddies. They ain't your pals. They your co-workers. <laughs> <laughs> Do your damn job. Go to hell home. Right. At least the longevity in the office. And you have a peace of mind that's unbothered. You ain't got to stress out about it. ain't got to stress about shit. I've been so at peace when I adopted that mindset of officially at work and use it. I'm the best walk. I have the best walk-off game in the building. Mm-hmm. Baby, that's tough. Do you heard what's on? Some, mm-mm. I sure didn't. But, yo, I got to go. I'll catch you later, though. <laughs> yo. That way they can't say, well, I was talking to case, but no, the fuck you want? Mm-hmm. You ain't talking to me. You talking to somebody else. <laughs> Talk to yourself. And that's my got time to that, cuz. Man, hey, quit putting your goddamn cape on trying to save everybody. Save your damn self. Survive. <laughs> Just survive. Survive. Yeah, I got time, rough man. out there. It's rough out there in these, uh, in these corporate streets. Shit. Mind your damn business. Well, that's mine. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. So, what I want to talk about is uh, it kind of. Uh, piggybacks off what you talked about Like uh, you know your co-workers Are not your friends They're not. You know and the thing is why people Be so uh, Tied in or so invested In their work relationships Because they don't have friends And I, I think a person who don't have friends mm-hmm. Real friends Is a, a big red flag it's Huge a, red flag It's very troublesome for a person Especially our age or older Right Even in the in the younger years You should have somebody you can call your friend Right And people who boldly say Or proudly say I don't have friends Or uh, I only, only associate with a few people that I, don't call, I don't call real friends Something is up with that You might be the problem You might have to look into that <laughs> Like who the fuck say they don't have friends Like no. you, 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 Nobody is willing to invest in the relationship with you Who is not monetary or sexual Mm. Like so, what mm. that's kind of that's kind of telling right there. Real telling. You gotta, you gotta, you can't bring your, yourself to the table. You gotta, you know, other things have to be part of it. Mm-hmm. You can't have a healthy friendship with people without wanting to need something. It's kind of, you know, 
And then y'all, you like, I don't need nobody. We all need people. We all need somebody. We all need people. It helps with the stress, the because the, the, life holds us down. I don't like the people who like I don't like like people say I don't I don't hang with females because they're messy. Like women right. say I don't. I, you can't say all women are messy. You though. cannot say all women. If you are messy. if every woman you ran into is messy, you gotta start looking inside. Because <laughs> look, maybe it's something you hang. It's with. Some, something you attracted. I like to hang with messy bitches. Birds of a feather. Right. Every you woman you I don't all I hang with guys because women are messy. Then why are you? You got to see who you hanging with then. Right. So, I mean, friendships are important. It tells a lot about a person. The people you hang with tells a lot about a person. But if you ain't got nobody in your corner, that says a lot, too. That says a lot about you. And I and I, I got to run. I can't hang with you. I can't be around motherfuckers who nobody trusts. I don't trust you. I don't trust you either. <laughs> I don't trust you because nobody said they ain't trust you. <laughs> <laughs> you might need to get your trust game up. Yeah, so we got to... Um, Get, start building some bonds, man. If you can't, if you ain't got nobody in the corner, find somebody in your corner. That's right. Show some reciprocity, or, or get fix it started first, and right. then go out there and you know try to find some meaningful relationships. Therapy is always good. Y'all motherfuckers out here just be loud and wrong, and nobody's there to tell you. Nobody, well, you need a common sense friend. Yeah, you need at least that in your corner. You need somebody that can tell you when you wrong and tell you when you right, and y'all still cool. Eat somebody. That's all I want to talk about. Get some friends. Get you some friends. That's what's up. Um, right, let's talk about it. It came from a, um, a Twitter, <laughs> the Twitter world video came out. Would you be okay with your significant other taking separate trips uh, from each other with uh, with her friends? And would the factor, uh, would it factor? Into if it's an all girls or a mixed trip, would that be a factor of your decision? Run it back. Would you be okay with your significant other mm-hmm. taking a group trip with their friends? Mm-hmm. You no. say no. Okay, I'm saying no. I have uh, no problem with that. Okay, now would that uh, decision change whether it's a back of all girls or if it's a mixed trip? Uh, I'm saying like if it's a couples trip, well, why the fuck I'm not there. Mm-hmm. You know, but if it's a girl trip, I don't want to go. You go, <laughs> yeah. go ahead, do your thing. Do you have fun. Do you, please do your thing. Um, yeah, well, I don't have a problem with it. A lot of the comments are saying, uh, "Nah, they're just going out to cheat." Men just going out to cheat when they're doing the fellas trip, and the women just out there being hoes. Well, shit. I mean, shit. They gonna do <laughs> it. They gonna do it regardless, though, I'm just saying, if you, if you worry about your motherfucking cheating, then shit, you got bigger problems to deal with. You got right? way bigger problems. <laughs> <laughs> that household is already that's not even the issue. In weight and water. I mean, because I know people that 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 know people of the, of the opposite sex that hang out. So right. if you don't trust your partner, you just don't trust your partner. At the end of the day. So and if you think your partner gonna cheat, shit, why they gone hell? The birds of feather just gonna get it in. Gonna can, get it in. We can all get stupid. We can all be stupid in this video. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to be a hoe, go ahead, but be don't a, be scared. Don't be scared. <laughs> so I don't scared, know. Get it out. I don't have a problem with the uh, yeah. taking trips because I'm gonna take my trips. I'm gonna take my trips. I'm gonna take my trips, and I don't give a fuck if you get what you say about it. Right. So. I don't want to be oh, like who all gonna be there. Just you know, just just whoever be, come, needs to be come there. back safe and don't bring nothing back. Right, don't bring me nothing back home. Right. So, you got a problem with it? 
I don't have a problem with it because, like you said, again, it's trust. Right. If you don't have the trust in your partner in this relationship, guess what? <laughs> it ain't gonna last much longer anyway. Right. <laughs> so yeah, go for it. Go have fun. Don't bring nothing back. Yeah, I don't like the people who don't know how to take a trip either, though. Like yeah. I don't want I don't want you taking a trip and 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 like involve me in your trip. Yeah. It, like I don't need the day. I don't need the, the play by play. I do not. Like I'm gonna holler at you in the morning. I give you a midday check in. Yeah, you good over there? We're gonna talk before we go. Like that's yeah. just normal shit. I don't need to be part of your trip. I don't. I don't need to. I don't, I don't want to be on every Facetime. I don't need to be on every phone call. Yeah. Every destination you hit. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't don't. I want to live vicariously through you through the trip. Oh, look what we eat. Holler at me tonight. We can talk about all that. Yeah, we can do that later. Some people just don't know how to trip. And then you become, you're not the fun friend now. Nah, nah. You know, see, I was on the phone. I was on the phone. Like, you know what I mean? And I'm always like, damn, get out the phone. <laughs> Stop it. Shit. You trying to keep me from cheating. <laughs> <laughs> you think that's going to stop me? You think it's going to stop me? Shit. Cheating with your face time. Yeah, she been over here on mute for the last fucking 30 minutes. Oh, you know. She waiting for you to get off the phone. Facts. <laughs> but yeah, no, I don't have a problem with it, man. Take your trips, man. Have fun. I mean, shit, if you got a problem with your spouse taking a trip, then shit, you got a problem with your spouse. You got a problem with your spouse. Yeah. yeah. The trust is real. It really is. And that's all I wanted to talk about. That's what's up. Thank you. Roses and shoutouts. Um, I don't have any roses or shout outs. That's real. That's what's up. Uh, roses to my parents. Shout out to the parents. Shout out to the parents. Love y'all for real. Um, shout out to uh, my big brother Maurice, helping the uh, brother get his uh, life together. Shout out to Reese. <laughs> Appreciate you, big bro. And uh, shout out to my trifecta, my crew. I appreciate the hell out of y'all for real, for real. Uh, Many years in the game, and just sometimes having us in the room at the same time—that that laugh is just different. It's something that's not fakeable. It's something that's just pure, and uh, and it's good for the soul. And uh, I appreciate that. Shout out, our trifecta. Shout out. I appreciate y'all, for real, for real. And um, yeah, that's it. That's all my shout outs. That's what's up. That's what's up. Hey, if you guys want to write in, uh, I got time today, cuz, or let's talk about it, mm-hmm. or even want a shout out, send it in to powerlunchhour at gmail.com. We'll be happy to have you. Yes, sir. Thank you. Also, we got new merch. New merch. New merch. Powerlunchhour.com. Check in with us. Holla at us. We got you. Damn. As always, it's your Captain Corey Doseki. It's your pusher, man. I'm something else. And we out this bitch. We're out. Catch y'all next time. KCCI Barbershop at 1212 Military Road, Suite D, Benton, Arkansas, 72015. Call Chris to book your latest appointment at 501-533-4360. In today's age, it's all about originality, creativity, and customization. Putting your name brand on your merchandise so people know who you are. No one else is better equipped to do that than Kiana Conway with Addicted Crap. You can find her on Facebook and IG. She can do anything from masks, tumblers, domino sets, customized to your liking. 
Holla at Kiana Conway with Addicted Craft. Find her on Facebook and Instagram. The Healthier Choice. Helping people see a healthier them one supplement at a time. For all your health and wellness needs, contact The Healthier Choice. CEO and owner Leyland Lambert. Phone number is 501-553-6287. Or you can email them at thehealthierchoice25 at gmail.com. The Healthier Choice. Helping people see a healthier them one supplement at a time. Now let's get back to the show. Thank you.